right what is happening everyone it is uh saturday september 15th and it is uh quite late in the evening it has been a busy week here but you are listening to the shit show fantasy football leagues helmet to helmet podcast i am connor your host and uh if you don't know i'm here to publicly humiliate all nine of the idiots in my league and uh well just lord my greatness over them in pretty much every way so uh let's get into it if you uh if you aren't already you can follow myself or the podcast on twitter i would be at rambler underscore jones the podcast being at helmet the number two helmet there uh go ahead and go back listen to some preseason episodes and our week one episode where i got to rank well basically the other nine fellas as if i were to have them as substitute uh substitute players on my own league or rather substitute coaches so uh anyway let's uh let's get into it we have a brand new segment this week match of the week which uh well, we finally had matches, so there's finally matches of the week. I'm excited to bring that to you. But opening it up right now, we have a quick question. This one comes from Austin. It's finally not from Jace. Thank, thank God. The uh, the quick question was, uh, which injury is going to be the worst or was the worst from week one? And I'm going to extrapolate that. I'm going to make that season long. And uh, I'm going to tell you, I don't have a single injury. I don't. Uh, I mean, you could say Doug Baldwin is pretty impactful uh, for his team, at least. I don't see him being that much of a fantasy force anymore. He's He's got a team that's going to get bogged down. They may have to throw a lot, but we'll see. I'd like to get proven wrong by the end of the season. No, for me, actually, the worst injuries were to the Falcons secondary. The Atlanta Falcons lost two uh, pieces of their secondary. It was a linebacker. Uh, I believe the linebacker's Neil, and I forget their free safety. But, man, Falcons are not going to be the defense you hoped they were, so I wouldn't be streaming them unless they can prove that they have that resiliency. But also, don't be afraid to play your uh, play your your uh, field stretchers against the Falcons anymore. It's not... They're, they're not going to dominate any games. So, you know, that that's about where I see things going. The Falcons, I believe, this week... What did I just do with my little dock here all right well while i try to find this uh this show dock i uh oh i will let you know that intro music obviously i didn't make it that's uh that's works every time by mini mansions so if you like that go check them out uh anyway oh here it is all right so um falcons are going to be up against the panthers this week and i just don't see a world where christian mccaffrey and Devin Funchess don't have a heck of a game. Obviously, there's no Kelvin anymore, but that doesn't matter. There's no Greg Olson either, so check your lineups. Um, not that any of you are, are so dumb. But for the rest of y'all who listen to my podcast, maybe anybody at work, uh, if you're joining us from my office, I apologize. Uh, and also, warning, there will be profanity ahead. So... I'm going to go ahead and move right into uh, our news section here. You know why I'm here. All right. So, uh, well, 
Not really news to anybody who pays attention to football at all, but Lev Bell has not showed up. Uh, so it's looking like my week one pickup of James Conner is great. If only I didn't waste him last week, but we'll get to that. That's ahead. And uh, Josh Gordon has been dropped by the Cleveland Browns, and uh, you got to wonder what makes them do it now, of all things. I was reading some varying reports that Josh Gordon had uh, reported late this uh, this morning, that'd be Saturday morning, for team meetings, and he was incoherent, or at least that's uh, that's my my description uh, of the way that this person made him out to sound. So uh, there's a chance that he's had a relapse. There's a chance that uh, he's just got a ton of other stuff going on, and they just don't they don't feel like he's committing, or maybe they just fear a relapse, but for, for sticking around for that long, only to lose him now, makes you wonder, how good did Des Bryant look? Seriously, though, we'll see what happens with Des. Uh, Lord knows one person in my office league might look really smart right now, and I hate to admit it, but uh, there's also not going to be this week any Devontae Freeman, so check your lineups, or don't if you happen to be playing me. Uh, if you're playing me, leave him. You're fine. I promise. Uh, Doug Baldwin is obviously out. I mentioned him before. Uh, Marquise Goodwin of the San Francisco 49ers. He is out. It appears to be a precautionary check-in on his uh, on his legs there. That they're just trying to avoid having any further problems there for the rest of the season. So check your lineups, you know, make moves accordingly. I, For example, if Freeman's out, Tevin Coleman is a, a running back one, if not a very high running back two. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled on that. But uh, Doug Baldwin, you should be looking to get yourself a piece of locket, you know, get a little locket on your chain. Uh and Marquise Goodwin is going to be spelled, or replaced rather, by Dante Pettis. He might be a deep league pickup if you have more than, you know, the 10 idiots I have in my league, none of whom thought to pick him up, and I just don't have the bench space. So, you know, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Find, pay, find players that are gonna float your boat this week, but uh, if you have Lev Bell, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't see an end in sight. He's already lost 1.7 million. So you may not get a, a quick fix for that. You may need to start looking for a deep trade. Uh, a sure thing that gets you three or four less points per game is a hell of a lot better than getting three or four more points per game for the five to eight games he actually ends up showing up to play. So, uh, you know, we are going to, uh, we're going to step over now into, uh, our matches of the week. I, uh, I actually haven't sorted a drop for this just yet. I'll take some uh, recommendations if anyone's got them. But basically, this is looking back at the shit show Fantasy Football League and our five matches and which one's really, well, really one of several things. Surprised, disappointed, excited, aroused. Maybe not aroused. That's weird. It'll do something for you. So let me tell you what did it for me this week. There's actually two. All right. The first was Jace versus Nathan. Now, you might have heard a little bit about Jace and Nathan, Jace and Nathan, rather, uh, last week with the mock owner draft. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, this matchup, Jace was silent for. 
and that tells you a lot because Jace is never silent. When he has something to lord, he lords it over you. That's because Jace was down only 2.7 points going into Monday night. He needed Amari Cooper to score 2.7 points, and that's we're in half point. So that's two catches for 17 yards. That's what three catches for 12 yards. I mean, we he needed Amari Cooper to touch the ball six times for no yards, and he would have won. Well, Amari Cooper had two catches, and uh, gosh, Jace lost by point four. If I uh, read our our scores correctly, and yeah. Point four, and that that just kills you. Amari Cooper had, excuse me, one reception for nine yards, and he had some rushing yards in there as well. So if his nine rushing yards was a reception and nine and nine yards, that would have been a win for Jace. And uh, Jace, I, I would taunt you or I would tease you, but honestly, we will all get a lot more pleasure out of realizing just how silent you've been for the last week. It gets better, bud. I've lost those two. In fact, I did lose that. I was on not the same side as Jace. I was actually in Nathan's position. But when I was playing John this week, I had screamed to about 134 points by Sunday night. And I was ahead of uh, of John and his Woodenville Moosomania team. Uh by what 35 points if he got 35.4 i would have won by 0.1 well he had todd Gurley and cooper cup now i know todd Gurley 35 points is not outside the realm but i was feeling confident because cooper cup was a ghost last year uh well huh that uh that's not this year apparently and neither is the regression of jared goff because Gurley came in for 108 yards, a reception touchdown, and 39 receiving yards, which uh, which sank me when you added it with the touchdown, five receptions, and 52 yards that Cooper Cup hauled in as well. Not to mention Cooper Cup with a few uh, rushing yards as well. Uh, two points. I lost by two points, and it was uh, New Orleans defense at negative nine. That really is the one that hurts. That was that was my bad, apparently, for playing uh, against... Well, I'll get to that later, too. Uh, you know, a notable match of the week. I know it's not really a single match of the week if there's three out of our five, but I just want to make sure to point out that Michael, uh, first of all, welcome to the league. Thank you for getting your first league win and uh, causing a little bit of this. <laughs> That's uh, that's Austin after he realized that the six points that he wanted from the L.A. Rams defense wasn't going to happen. Instead, they got 15, and it solidified the uh, solidified the win there. So thank you, Michael. That gave me much pleasure. Uh, moving on, we have uh, our second instance here of I have regrets. <laughs> That, uh, that trombone is just for you, Marty. 
just for you. You you had a, a real low score this week, and I'm not poking fun. Everyone has them, but you left Adrian Peterson on your bench after I specifically called out Adrian Peterson as the starting running back in Washington. And, uh, I mean, who knows? Cardinals used to be an elite D. Maybe that's what you were thinking. Uh, I'm not going to completely hate on that decision, but, man, 21 points when, uh, I believe it's Jonathan Williams. I, I'm always I'm always getting the first name wrong here. Of the Green Bay Packers uh, came out with, Jamal, rather, came out with exactly 47 rushing yards. So you had a 16-point swing there. That wouldn't have won you the match, but there there were a lot of bad, bad, bad breaks, honestly. I'm looking at your lineup. I don't know that I would have made these choices. It just, you get the sad trombone. Just, just sad. Maybe it was hubris for thinking you could start Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm a 49er fan. I wouldn't have started Jimmy Garoppolo, so that tells you what you need to know. Uh, an honorable mention is uh, is me. Yeah, me. Don't you ever talk about me. Yeah, I played Saints D because I thought that uh, Tampa Bay was going to be awful, absolutely awful without uh, <laughs> yeah without Jameis Winston. Um, when the fact of the matter is they're awful with Jameis Winston. Uh, what the hell was that from Fitzpatrick? I think you put up like 44 points in half point. Well, half point doesn't affect quarterback, but 44 points. Okay, if anybody out there, you know, the eight people, because not even all nine of the people in my league listen to this, but the seven maybe people who actually listen to this thing, I will give you $10 if you can show me a lineup of last week that had Fitzpatrick as your starting quarterback with his points in your total. I swear to God, I will send you, I will Venmo you $10 because I'm willing to bet that you would have to be damn desperate in the most overcrowded league in the world to play Ryan Fitzpatrick against New Orleans, who had a top 10 defense last year. Wow. Moving on. We got uh, we got schooled again. You know what? You don't have to worry about me because I'm a hard ass, and if a kid gets out of line, I got no problem smacking him in the head. Yeah, here's a here's a quick smack for you. How to hawk the waiver wire? Don't. You're not you're not gonna be quick to the waiver wire if you are in a traditional waiver league not fab which i'm warming up to jace you can calm down fab uh if you're not in fab rather you're not gonna look at where you are in the lineup of things of uh of the waiver priority the odds are you're not gonna get the james connor the week after he puts puts up 30 points be realistic i mean put the claim in but don't be upset that somebody came in before you this has happened numerous times throughout the years in our league. I've woken up to a lot of angry texts from Jace, and if you listen to our preseason episodes, uh, the long, hopefully forgotten Oscar getting upset that waiver priority behaved like waiver priority and they didn't get the player because someone ahead of them did. 
Uh, you know, that said, don't be lazy. I picked up James Conner off waivers last week and I run a podcast. Like people should have been aware of that situation. Our whole league is pretty apt. So for those of you who are not in my league, who don't necessarily pay crazy close attention, don't make this their thing. It never hurts to, to pay a little bit closer attention. If it means you get a little, uh, cash payout at the end of the season, if you know what I mean, like I'm about to do to these guys this year. So, uh, I guess, you know, there's, there's only one last thing to do. And, uh, this goes out to one of my members in the league. If he even, if he even listens, but, uh, let me, let me get the mood right here. For, uh, for contested catch today. I, I have to admit I was wrong. I've been wrong for three episodes now. I've been horribly misrepresenting a vital AI bot slash John secondary ghost team in our league. Apparently, it's not Yaron. That is that is a pirate stage manager. That's Yaron, you know? Come on. It's Yaron. Uh, Yaron. Just like, uh, apparently, in mispronouncing this, I was on my own. But, seriously, I still can't even tell you if, uh, if discount... Belichick is uh, is anything more than a ghost ship from uh, from John's second team, not a ghost ship. I think John's double dipping. I think he's about to get himself uh, a championship by any means possible. We will see. I need proof. Show me the birth certificate. No, no, actually, that's that's no that that forget I said anything. Show me a photo of your own with his league lineup and discount Belichick right there. I need I need to see it. We need to know. Well, before this turns into uh oh man, what is the name of that Alex Jones podcast? I don't even want to know. Before it turns into that and I start talking about how the water is turning frogs gay, I'm going to I'm going to cut it here. Conspiracy theories uh, or not. We're glad to have everybody playing with us this year. And, uh, yeah, like I said, go back and listen to other podcasts. Follow me on Twitter. I tweet about football. Well, I tweet about football on Helmet to Helmet. So follow Helmet to Helmet on Twitter if you want to find out if someone's in or out. I retweet that shit all the time. I want to help you. It's no fun stealing league championships from losers. That's why... We've had so much turnover in my personal league. We need people that I can actually feel good about beating because, uh, let's be honest, there's only so many times you can punch Christian in the face before you just start to feel bad. Won't stop me now, though. I will see you all around next week. Hopefully on an earlier day of the week where I'm not so busy, all right? Thanks for listening.